Thank you for joining Bogard Press through the Bible Adult Study Guide podcast. This quarter, our study is entitled Christ the Faithful Servant, a study through the Gospel of Mark. During this study, we will follow the life of Jesus and recognize that true greatness lies in manifesting the spirit of a servant. You can purchase your copy of this book along with many other study resources on our website, bogardpress.org. So grab your copy of the Fall 2023 Adult Study Guide and your Bible and follow along. Today's lesson for November 19, 2023 is entitled, The Servant's Sacrifice. It comes from Mark chapter 15, verses 22 through 24, and verses 34 through 39. The key verse, And at the ninth hour, Jesus cried out with a loud voice, saying, Eloi, Eloi, lama sabachthani, which is, being interpreted, My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? Mark chapter 15, verse 34. The application, The student will comprehend that it was necessary for Jesus to suffer and die to pay the price for his sin. Seeking the Context Today we will watch Jesus die. If you have had the unpleasant experience of watching someone die, you know how heartbreaking and gut-wrenching it is. For those of us who have seen it, the experience made a lasting impact on us. I have seen it far too often and do not want to repeat the experience. My encounters with death have all occurred in sanitary hospitals and hospice homes, nothing near the ugliness of Jesus' death by crucifixion. We will stand at the cross for six long hours and watch Jesus suffer, be humiliated, and shamed. We cannot stand aside and blame the Jews or the Romans shaking our heads at the pity. No, we must take it personally because Jesus died for our sins, 1 Corinthians 15 verse 3. We put Jesus on the cross, but he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and with his stripes we are healed. Isaiah 53 verse 5. I encourage you to read all four gospel records of the crucifixion. Matthew chapter 27 verses 33 through 50. Mark chapter 15 verses 22 through 39. Luke chapter 23, verses 33 through 46, and John chapter 19, verses 17 through 34. See all the ugliness and let it hit home. Jesus endured all of this for you. As best as we can, let us feel his hurt, experience his shame, and see the full ugliness of the crucifixion. I want us to see the full-on version of Jesus' death and say at the end, he did all of that for me. Let it hurt and bring us to tears. Let it break our pride and humble us. Let it bring to mind our sins for which he died. And if you are not saved, let it lead you to repentance of sins and faith in the Lord Jesus Christ for salvation. We will watch Jesus die through the third hour, the sixth hour, and the ninth hour. After reading the gospel accounts of the crucifixion, how did you feel? Searching the text. Number one, the third hour. 
Mark chapter 15, verses 22 through 25. And they bring him unto the place Golgotha, which is being interpreted the place of a skull. And they gave him to drink wine mingled with myrrh, but he received it not. And when they had crucified him, they parted his garments, casting lots upon them, what every man should take. And it was the third hour, and they crucified him. Jesus' suffering did not start at the cross. Last week, we saw his deep suffering in the Garden of Gethsemane as his sweat flowed down as great drops of blood. Mark chapter 14, verses 32 through 41, Luke chapter 22, verse 44. It hurt when he was betrayed by Judas, denied by Peter, and forsaken by all his disciples. Mark chapter 14, verses 43 through 50, 66 through 72. The trial was a mockery, full of false witnesses and abuses. Mark chapter 14, verses 55 through 65. They chose to release Barabbas, who was guilty of the very thing Jesus was accused of, but completely innocent. Mark chapter 15, verses 6 through 15. Then came the scourging. The Roman soldiers beat him to near death and mocked him as king of the Jews. Mark chapter 15, verses 15 through 20. Left so weak, Jesus was unable to carry his cross. Mark chapter 15, verse 21. Jesus endured every lash of the whip, spittle of spit, an ounce of bloodletting for you and me. Finally, Jesus arrived at Golgotha, the place of the skull where he was crucified. This was a fitting name for such an ugly place. Many had died by crucifixion on this hill that resembled a skull, but none more cruelly than Jesus. It was outside the city of Jerusalem, a place of reproach, and for the rejected, it was a place of shame. Jesus was offered wine mixed with myrrh, a mild painkiller. He would not take it because he chose to feel the full agony of the crucifixion. He refused the cup of intoxication to drink the cup of iniquity. The soldiers took Jesus' garments, divided one, and gambled for the other. In their eyes, the only value Jesus had was his clothing. But lest we forget, Jesus was not a helpless victim of the crucifixion. Both events fulfilled prophecy, Psalm 22 verse 18 and Psalm 69 verse 21. Everything was going according to God's plan. It was 9 a.m. in the morning, the third hour, when they crucified Jesus. To this point, what do you think caused Jesus the most suffering? Number two, the sixth hour, Mark chapter 15, verses 26 through 32. And the superscription of his accusation was written over the king of the Jews. And with him they crucified two thieves, one on his right hand and the other on his left. And the scripture was fulfilled which saith, He was numbered with the transgressors. And they that passed by railed on him, wagging their heads and saying, All thou that destroyeth the temple and buildest it in three days, save thyself and come down from the cross. Likewise, also the chief priest, mocking, said among themselves with the scribes, He saves others, 
himself he cannot save. Let Christ the King of Israel descend now from the cross that we may see and believe. And they that were crucified with him reviled him. As we continue to watch Jesus die, we read a placard over his head naming his supposed crime, the King of the Jews, verse 26. This was not intended as a badge of honor, but shame upon Jesus and the Jewish people, for their king was crucified by the Romans. This upset the chief priests greatly because they understood the shame, John 19, verses 21 and 22. Yet this was what they asked for when they cried out, Crucify him, and accused him falsely of claiming to be a rival king to Caesar, Mark chapter 15, verses 1 through 3, and verses 12 and 13. They brought shame upon themselves by trumping up charges against their Messiah and demanding him to be crucified. Jesus did not die of a crime, but he died among criminals as a criminal. Again, Jesus fulfilled prophecy recorded in Isaiah 53 verse 12, which reads, He hath poured out his soul unto death, and he was numbered with the transgressors, and he bare the sin of many, and made intercession for the transgressors. Even though these criminals reviled Jesus, he died for them, as well as all sinners. And one of them took full advantage of his gift of salvation. Jesus said to him, Verily I say unto thee, Today shalt thou be with me in paradise. Luke chapter 23, verse 43. Jesus also died for those who mocked him. Mark chapter 15, verses 29 through 32. They mocked him for claiming to be a prophet, yet they were fulfilling his prophecy with their mockery. All they that see him laugh me to scorn. They shoot out the lip. They shake their head, saying, He trust on the Lord that he would deliver him. Let him deliver him, seeing he delighted in him. Psalm 22, verses 7 and 8. They laughed at his claim to be the Savior, yet his death was securing salvation for all who believed. The chief priest said in scorn, He saves others. Himself he cannot save. Mark chapter 15 verse 31. He could have saved himself, but if he had, he could not have saved others. Luke chapter 24 verses 46 and 47. Ironically, these mockers were demonstrating their understanding of Jesus' mission. Jesus had come as the great prophet, as prophesied by Moses, Deuteronomy chapter 18, verses 15 and 18. He had come to seek and to save that which was lost, Luke chapter 19 and verse 10. He would come down from the cross and in three days rise again. Would they believe then? The record tells us that they did not. Matthew chapter 28, verses 11 through 15. They were witnesses against themselves that their condemnation was just because they did not believe. What time was it then? It was the sixth hour, 12 o'clock noon. Mark chapter 15, verse 33. How do you think the mockery affected Jesus? Number three, the ninth hour. Mark chapter 15, verses 33 through 39. And when the sixth hour had come, there were darkness over the whole land until the ninth hour. And at the ninth hour, Jesus cried out with a loud voice, saying, 
Eloi, Eloi, lama sabachthani, which is being interpreted, my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? And some of them that stood by, when they heard it, said, Behold, he calleth Elias. And one ran and filled a sponge full of vinegar, and put it on a reed, and gave him to drink, saying, Let alone, let us see whether Elias will come to take him down. And Jesus cried with a loud voice, and gave up the ghost. And the veil of the temple was rent in twain, from the top to the bottom. And when the centurion, which stood over against him, saw that he so cried out, and gave up the ghost, he said, Truly this man was the Son of God. For three hours, from the sixth hour to the ninth hour, from noon till 3 p.m., darkness was over all the land. Verse 33. This miraculous darkness possibly pointed back to the ninth plague in Egypt. It was a three-day darkness followed by the last plague, the death of the firstborn. Exodus chapter 10 verse 21 through chapter 12 verse 33. The darkness at the cross was God's announcement to the world that his firstborn, his only begotten son, the Passover lamb of God, was about to die. It was his blood smeared on the cross that gave us Passover with God. 1 Corinthians 5, 7. But there was something more ominous happening here. At the ninth hour, 3 p.m., God forsook his son, allowing him to experience the full reality of death. God turned his back on the son and poured out his full wrath against human sin upon him. This was the worst of all suffering for our Savior. And he cried out, My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? Mark chapter 15, verse 34. He was forsaken by his Father, so that we would not be. He took the full wrath of God to spare us from it. Jesus' words are quoted from Psalm 22 and verse 1, pointing out that this psalm prophesied his crucifixion. Mark chapter 15, verse 24 and 29. Again, this shows that although Jesus died by the urging of the Jews and at the hand of the Romans, it was the eternal plan of God to sacrifice his son for the sins of humanity. Him being delivered by the determined counsel and foreknowledge of God, ye have taken and by wicked hands have crucified and slain. Acts chapter 2, verse 23. I have often pondered the thought that God created humanity knowing he would have to sacrifice his son for humanity. This strikes me with just how marvelous God's love is for us. Behold, what manner of love the Father has bestowed upon us that we should be called the sons of God. 1 John 3 and verse 1. Jesus' cry drew the people's attention, some thinking he was calling for Elijah. This shows how much the people did not understand. The prophecy of Elijah's coming was fulfilled in John the Baptist, and they had rejected him also. Matthew chapter 17, verses 10 through 13, and Luke chapter 1, verse 17. But there was a nervous fear in the people as their hearts convicted them over the question of who Jesus was. Could he really be the Messiah and Savior as he claimed? 
Had they indeed rejected the Messiah? Yes, they had. John's gospel tells us that at this point, Jesus knew that everything had been accomplished and said, I thirst. John chapter 19, verse 28. Jesus had one more prophecy to fulfill on the cross. In my thirst, they gave me vinegar to drink. Psalm 69, verse 21. When Jesus received the vinegar, he said, It is finished. John chapter 19, verse 30. Jesus had completely and forever fulfilled all that the Father required of him to pay the sin debt and provide salvation for all. It was now time for Jesus to die. The Gospels word it precisely so that we would know that no one took his life. He lovingly gave it. Matthew told us that Jesus yielded up the ghost, Matthew 27, verse 50. Mark wrote that he gave up the ghost, Mark 15, verse 37. Luke recorded Jesus' words, Father, into thy hand I commend my spirit, and then he gave up the ghost, Luke chapter 23, verse 46. See also Psalm 31, verse 5. And John proclaimed that Jesus bowed his head and gave up the ghost. John 19 and verse 30. After Jesus' death, there was an earthquake. Matthew 27 verse 51. And the veil of the temple was completely torn in half. Being Passover, the temple area would have been full of people, and the event would have hardly gone unnoticed. These miraculous events cried out to the world that salvation had been purchased. No longer would a veil separate people from God. Jesus had provided the way to the Father. John chapter 14, verse 6. The whole planet and the course of human history had been shaken, and now victory over death had been won in the death of Jesus Christ. O death, where is thy sting? O grave, where is thy victory? But thanks be to God, which giveth us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 55 and 57. Can you put into words how it must have felt for Jesus to take on the full wrath of God against all sin? Setting the application. Watching Jesus die is not easy, but it is necessary. We need to see the full effects of our sins and what it took to pay for them. We need to see the value God placed on us to save us from our sins. Throughout the Bible, we are told to look at the cross, see Jesus suffer, and be reminded of the high price of our salvation. Galatians chapter 6 verse 14, Philippians chapter 2 verse 8, Colossians chapter 2 verses 13 and 14. By so doing, we will be motivated to press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus, Philippians chapter 3, verse 14. We will strive to walk worthy of the Lord unto all pleasing, Colossians chapter 1 and verse 10. So let us look unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. For consider him that endured such contradiction of sinners against himself, lest ye be wearied and faint in your minds. 
Hebrews chapter 12, verse 2 and 3. If you have not already, put your faith in Jesus and be saved. Having watched Jesus die for you, how will you live for him? Thank you for joining us in another lesson of the Bogard Press Through the Bible Adult Study Guide podcast. We look forward to studying with you again next week as we continue learning from Christ the Faithful Servant. Bogard Press is the publishing ministry of the American Baptist Association. We exist to equip churches with the resources they need to carry out the Great Commission. These resources include Bible study materials for preschoolers through adults, including Sunday School, Children's Chapel, Baptist Training Course, Bible Challenge, and Vacation Bible School. Please visit our website to find all ministry resources you will need at bogardpress.org. That's bogardpress.org. Until next week, find daily encouragement from our daily devotionals at bogardpress.org.